Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. Today, we'll be talking about kids as our main issue. Um, We'll be discussing if we want to have kids in the future and if we think that that's something that will happen for us. Um, I'm not really sure what else to say right now, so we can just get into it. Yeah, like honestly, I feel like I have no idea where this discussion is going to go. When we came up with this topic last week, when it was just kind of like the broad idea, like kids, it's like, this is so... Right, that could go in a million different directions. (laughs) And also, you know, we're still in our early 20s, so (laughs) this whole kids conversation, honestly, it's a little early for that. I mean, like you'd think that, yes, and for most people, probably, yes, but I feel like we all probably know people yeah, maybe exactly. who we went to high school with mm-hmm. or just things like that, where yes. it's like they're already married, they're already having kids. And no, like- this guy who I work with, he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I just got married. I just got back from my honeymoon. It's like, bro, you're 25. Mm-hmm. You're tw- or like you're 24 or 25 years old and you're married already. Like I've been in one relationship and I'm not I'm a few <sighs> years younger than you. How are you married already? I mean, yeah, like um, like in the lab, I work with a PhD student. He's maybe like three or four years older than I am. And he just got back from his honeymoon. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, oh, It's just so wild. I feel like people, I feel like you hear people are getting married later, but then also I feel like people are still getting married just as early as yeah. like before. I think it's kind of just, you know, there's always going to be those people who get married really early on and stuff like that. But I think definitely the general trend, and I've even seen articles um, you know, on a national scale, that people generally are getting married later and having kids later than maybe 50 years ago, like like during our parents' generation. So it's definitely not something that we're making up. Do we think, and I don't want to derail us too, too much, but do we think that has to do with like just more people going to college, I guess, especially females going to college? Um, and that would lead to like getting married later, having kids later, things like that. Because I feel like that change has really been prevalent, especially in the past like 50 years or so. Yeah, I would definitely attribute it to that because think about it. Most people go to college and by the time you graduate, you're probably what, 22, 23, maybe 21 around that age. So it's already, I mean, let's just say 22. That's, um, you know, older than maybe 18, like when you finish high school for older generations and then you're just starting out in your career so then maybe by the time maybe um you know by the time you're not quite as new maybe like a year or two in you're what 24 25 around that age Mm -hmm. and I think with jobs and stuff like that maybe people move for jobs so um you might not know people and stuff like that and also I think another part is maybe in our parents generation Um, I think there was more of an emphasis on um, like, especially for women settling down and finding a husband where I think now more women are single or they're not as concerned with finding a relationship and stuff like that. So um, I mean, I'm not saying that back then people just married the first guy they saw or something like that, but I definitely think, you know, there probably were people who felt pressured and then, you know, just married someone kind of for the sake of marrying someone because that's what people did Mm -hmm. and that was just kind of like the societal standard at the time it's just kind of interesting to see how that's I guess changed since then and I also feel like you don't necessarily see as many females who are looking to just be like stay-at-home moms or like people or like people who just stay at home and like take care of the house the kids things like that during the day and obviously that's still a great thing to do being a mom is one of the hardest things in the world but like I feel like just in terms of women as they're entering like their 20s like things like that they're just not looking to go into that type of lifestyle at least not right away yeah that's another good point is less focus on I think the roles of women and stuff like that and the opportunities for women have definitely expanded over the past I don't know 20-30 years um and it's not just well a, a woman a woman is not just gonna stay home and do that sort of stuff a lot of women have careers now which is not was not necessarily the case and I also think in recent times there's at least for women kind of less dependency on men um in terms of 
in independence. And I think I saw something like up until the 1970s, you needed a man to open up a bank account. Like a woman couldn't do that on her own or something like that. And I think there was a lot of other sort of small things like that, where kind of you really did need a husband or something just to kind of have some basic things set up for you. I feel like I have two things to say. First, I feel like having a single pair household is is that I think I'm saying that right right like what are you talking about oh what a single income household like if you're a single parent no just like having if having oh like it's like if only one parent works right okay Okay. but you still have two parents just one working yes I I mean like a one parent situation yeah I think having that situation now is less common just because I mean, the one person would be have to be making enough money. And I think that making that money is so much harder now. I think that's one. But I also do think that women do have different priorities. But yes, I do think it's also an economic thing of, yeah, yeah, I don't know sure. who can I mean, afford to have The cost of living one. has gone up so much. A lot of, I've read a lot of articles about um, the reasons why, and it's like, um people have gathered posts from forums of millennials saying why they don't want to or can't have kids and a lot of things that keep coming up is they simply just can't afford it it's not even that that's what they want they just can't afford it cut and dry also I wanted to say that you guys were talking about um the kind of slowdown of um or getting pushed back of having children and I also definitely remember talking about like in class, I guess, about how, um, like, educating women is, like, the first step of, like, a developing society and, like, getting those birth rates down and stuff, like, that all centers around educating women, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. I also think it it is kind of interesting, though, how we're seeing that women are waiting a little longer to have children than they did in the past. If I recall from some article I saw a little while ago, I think the average age currently for women to have children is around maybe 30, 31, maybe 32. I think it was more like 31 was the age, but um, it's just kind of crazy to me because that's certainly, you know, I wouldn't say that's like late to have kids because I think typically over 35 is where they consider it your fertility is decreased and that's kind of really the the big like after 35 is it's kind of like the big um red zone kind of thing I mean although people have kids after 35 all the time um but I think it's just kind of interesting that people are waiting longer but it's also kind of like I mean 35 is still young that's not even old you know that That is so young that's that yeah totally so it's like are we gonna get to a point where well maybe this year the average age is 31 but maybe next year it'll be 32 you know it's and it's kind of like there is kind of a a physical biological clock kind of component to Mm. this too yeah it would be interesting and obviously no humans ever gonna figure this out but if somehow humans are still alive millions of years from now it would be interesting to see if we kind of do evolve to still be able to um I guess or I guess women if they're still able to give birth at these later ages just because there is kind of a push to having kids later and if that trend can continue for millions of years and if humans are somehow still alive then that'll be interesting to see unfortunately we'll never know (laughs) (laughs) yeah isn't the planet supposed to die in like 2050 so uh yeah lots of lots of what are you talking about aside from like natural extinction lots of problems wait side note okay do you mean because of like human efforts or do you mean like the sun's dying in because of like climate change? Oh, and oh okay, stuff okay, like that. okay. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I knew that. Or sun's just, fine you know, for now. Okay, yeah. some... you made it sound like it was a big <laughs> meteor coming, and I didn't know. No, about I it. don't know, but you know, there's also some meteor scare every week too. It's like every <laughs> there's, week, there's also that volcano that could like wipe us all out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But so kids. <laughs> yeah, with that, do we kind of want to get into? The discussion of whether or not we see ourselves our future selves having kids yeah I guess do we want to do it like maybe in terms of like family and settling down things like that like where do we all see ourselves in like I guess 10 15 years somewhere in that range 
well, I don't want this to turn into like in 15 years, I see myself being like the head of my department at work. I'm just or, in like, terms of too- family, <laughs> just in terms of the family, where do you okay, see yourself in okay. like 10, 15 years? I mean, I guess I can start. I, I don't know. I honestly, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think growing up and maybe even until the last year, year and a half, I think I did see myself having kids, but I think I've realized recently that I don't really know if I do want kids. I think that was kind of just a product of, you know, that's what you do. You get married and you have kids and that's just what people do. So it just kind of seemed like the next logical step and thing to do. Um, And, you know, people always tell you when I was your age, I didn't want kids either, but you'll want them or just, you know, those kind of statements, like you'll change your mind, things like that. And, you know, I, that could still happen for me. I don't know. Um, like I said, we're all still pretty young and, um, this is probably something we really won't even have to worry about until maybe like 10 years down the line. But I don't know. I think I'm kind of leaning toward the, I, I don't know if I want them. I really don't. Um, yeah. So I would say I'm kind of leaning toward the, I don't want kids side, but I mean, I'm not, I haven't completely shut out the possibility, but I think I've just realized that the idea was maybe never even mine in the first place. And um, just another quick side note, I've been reading a lot of articles recently about current mothers who regret motherhood and stuff like that and kind of have mixed feelings about that. So that's kind of eye-opening. What do they regret? Can you inform us? Is it the cost? What is it? I mean, there's a lot of different answers, but I think the biggest kind of feeling that a lot of them have is it's not that they don't love their children or they don't like them or something like that, but it's just they don't like the act of being a mother, you know, like Mm -hmm. taking care of someone, having that be kind of like your full-time job, giving up your own freedom and independence and stuff like that. So it's not that they hate their kids or they would say, I wish these kids never existed, but it's kind of more just maybe the things associated with motherhood. Sure. It's also like when you have kids, you're essentially giving up time that would have been used for you. And Mm -hmm. when you're talking about raising a kid for around like 18 or so years, however long that takes, that's 18 years of things that you could be missing out on if you have kids. Even it's not even 18 years. It's honestly until you die or your kid dies. You know what I mean? Like even, even once they turn 18, you're probably not going to say, okay, bye. See ya. My job's done. Like you're on your own, you know, like you're going to be in their life forever. Yeah. I mean, I know that doesn't happen for everyone, but I would say for um, a good amount of people, you know, they still have relationships with their parents and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, it's never the job of being a parent is never over, even when, no matter how kids, how old your kids are. So it's really a lifelong commitment. I think I'll go next just because I think I'm in a similar boat of Anna and I too I feel like when I was a kid I was asked this and I'd always be like oh you know I'm sure I see myself having kids you know but now that I'm a little older it's like I'm not so sure you know like and why are they asking kids oh do you want kids I don't know I'm a kid why are you asking me it was definitely one of those things one of those things where it's like yeah I'm sure as the whole it seems like everyone does you know, I hardly knew anyone that wasn't having a kid. So it seemed like, yeah, that was the thing to do. But I'm definitely, well, my brother's having a kid. And just seeing that. What do you mean having? He already has one. Is he having another one? <laughs> um, well, he's like okay. four now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry. My brother has a kid. And just seeing that really has made me not want a kid just seeing how she's grown up and seeing every stage of annoyance that they've gone through I'm just not sure I'm excited for that and also like I worked at a summer camp and it's like those days were long and that wasn't even my kid you know when it's my I own hear kid, all the parents be... complaining right yeah, now like, at their things being kid. like working at a summer camp is not the same as having a child like I understand when it's your kid you're probably going to care a little more but at the same time like 
I don't know. That was a lot. And I'm definitely, just to throw out another thing, like, I think the part that I'm the least excited for is the baby phase. Like, I always hear my mother say, like, that's the best. But I don't want to change diapers. I don't want to deal with crying. I'm here for adult conversations and adult things. So if I could just get a kid <laughs> at 18 right hey, there. Hey, baby, want to talk about machine learning? <laughs> I'm, I'm just really not here for not being able to communicate with the kid like temper tantrums like what is this I wouldn't know what to do I don't think I would have the patience for it either so well I don't yeah. know I it's don't a no for me so <laughs> and, I mean I don't have you know I don't have a, a sibling that has a kid right now but my cousin has um a kid who's probably around the age of I don't know what is she your your like niece or something your brother's kid is your niece yeah I guess I guess I'll say I also have an aunt who does not have kids and sometimes you know sometimes I'm like wow look at her house she's got it good but then other times it seems like she's really lonely so I'm not sure so it seems like both are you know I think that's Different a good tie-in into my future. Well, wait, what I was going to say is um, my cousin has a kid who's probably, like, four years old. And, you know, we live pretty close to them, so we are kind of their, like, go-to babysitter type of thing. And, like, even when he's here for just a couple hours, you know, it's kind of fun at first and different, but it's like... Like you're being yeah. too loud. Mm-hmm. You've watched yes. this movie for the fifth mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Like, why can't you put your shoes, your shoes and socks mm-hmm. on yourself? Like, you yep. really mm-hmm. can't do that yourself. And or... the mess. Oh my gosh, why are yeah. you putting your shoes in your hat? Like, what is happening? Stop. <laughs> That's disgusting. Or Ugh. even just aside from that, you know, um, kind of having someone like a toddler in your family. I know there have been instances where, um, like my cousin would say, like, oh, like my kid doesn't feel well like we can't come to christmas or just things like that so it's like or having my a kids like you can't my kids leave the sick house. you know like yeah. just things like that or oh we want to go to a wedding well we have to find a babysitter Oof. can you yeah. watch them for the like the, sure. just those types of things mm-hmm. you know it's like you, you can't do what you want to do and then kids mm-hmm. are kind of unpredictable and i think there's a lot of things that come up on unex- unexpectedly and you know you kind of do have to restructure your life it's like you want to mm-hmm. go away sorry you can't you're there's no one here to watch your kid what are you mm-hmm. gonna do drop them off like at the shelter I don't know okay let's let Dan go before yeah, we get yeah. into more yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it's definitely not in like 10 10 years minimum for me but I think that I probably in my future I do envision there being kids right now and for the reasons like yes I think I want kids maybe it was kind of ingrained or brainwashed into me just from growing up in a society that kind of perpetuates that but I do think that I want kids I like kids when like kids are around and yeah things like that but also I'm worried that that, wasn't very convincing well now (laughs) now though I'm worried that if I don't have kids though kind of like Evan's aunt that I'm gonna get like bored because especially like when you're like maybe not in your 30s you're still like living it up Mm -hmm. when you're in like your 40s and your 50s and you're just Mm -hmm. going to work every day and every day is the same and like there's nothing to look forward to Mm -hmm. I feel like having a kid brings some like excitement into it It, like makes it new like makes things go faster and not be the same going through the motions every day yeah I agree but it's still like I mean the grass is always greener and you know when the kid's actually here I mean, you're not going to have any free time then. You know, there's really no in-between, it feels like. I, and like, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I know that like a common, like, I guess, worry that I hear about um, people who are thinking about having kids is that like, oh, I feel like I just won't be like as attached to them or like devoted to them as I should be. But like, obviously I don't know because I don't have kids, but I feel like if I had kids, it would be like, a sure, it'll be work, but it's also like, oh, I'm spending time with my kid. This is like a good time like this isn't like a chore to do this or things well, like that well I think I think the biggest kind of question people have when it comes to kids is I think a lot of people have kids because they think well what if I regret it later and it's too late type of thing so I think that's why a lot of people kind of maybe get 
pressured into having them when they're not quite ready, whether it be financially, mentally, emotionally, whatever the reason, or maybe they're just kind of on the fence if they want kids in general, but just kind of the fear of missing out is kind of what pushes them to do it. And I've definitely, you know, had those thoughts. Um, And especially as a woman, compared to a man, I definitely think there is more of a time pressure. I mean, there are definitely roots like adoption and surrogacy and other things like that. But, you know, a a man could have a kid in his 40s where a woman probably couldn't. You know what I mean? I just think there's more Mm -hmm. of an expiration date for women rather than men. I mean, I don't really know if for men, fertility decreases with age, but I don't think it's anywhere it, as significant yeah. as it is with females. I think it does, but like you said, nowhere near for females. Because like male keep producing like reproductive like molecules, things like that, but women have kind of a set amount. It's kind of weird because we keep talking about like the culture of like kind of being brainwashed into having kids. You know, I don't that I feel like that's harsh, but like I guess biologically isn't there also a drive to have kids you know like 100 my brain like yes evan have a kid you know just naturally (laughs) like 100 percent. like that's so uh, weird obviously like we're human so we think like oh we're in control of everything but like we do have biological processes that respond to like eating so when you're hungry you want to eat also to reproduce because that's how you further the species yeah i mean just on like in animalistic level because technically <laughs> humans are animals yeah. i mean isn't that why birds or whatever mate because there's an ingrained kind of drive to reproduce and yeah, yeah. F- d- further the population or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it yeah and that's also why evolution like, i don't know yeah and just to get sorry not to rail too much but also like when you do kind of enact in like sexual acts that you do get that dopamine rush which would then positively reinforce you continuing to do that act it's just kind of weird that like it's ingrained in us like naturally yet we are so turned off by it that you know like the negatives of it all is so overwhelming that our own Mm -hmm. natural well i think that I think that humans have created a society that far surpasses any society that any other species on the planet has. So there are a lot of confounding factors here. That's your us. opinion, but you know. That's mine. <laughs> my biggest hang up with the kid situation is I would be scared that I would have a kid and then, you know, like um it'll be fun for a while but then I just feel like I'd be disinterested and it's in a situation where you know what are you gonna do like give it away you know like you're not gonna do that so I would just be scared that I would be miserable and like hating my life just because you know I'm sure that there are good moments and and good parts and like the cute cuddly stuff but you know there's so much on the back end that you I probably don't even think about that I, I would just be scared that, you know, I really would regret it and then be stuck with it for the rest of my life. And there's really no out there, you, you know, there's not, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you want to be like that person who abandons their kid or whatever. Yeah. Like not to discredit your feelings whatsoever, because like, I definitely felt these same things, but I feel like just for me, what kind of got me past that ideology, if you will, is that like, it probably won't get quote-unquote like boring or you won't be done with that because it's not like the kid will stay the same the entire time they're also going to be growing with you so it'll be like a constant new relationship if you will like new interactions good like it could be a new annoying you know they could be changing well i think it's not not necessarily the relationship with the kid it's more just you know having to give your kid a bath every night having to drive them to everything just that kind of stuff that you know doesn't even I wouldn't really consider they're just kind of necessary things that you have to do for the child to kind of like live and survive and stuff I think that's what would get annoying to me not necessarily because I don't like the child or because I don't enjoy them or spending time with them but I think it's just 
um, you know, you're kind of with them 24 seven and responsible for a lot of aspects of their life. And I think that's a lot, you know, and and that's on top of your own personal needs. And if you have a job and if you have interests and hobbies or you want to have a social life and then there's the money aspect. So I think there's just a lot. I definitely thinking about my parents and reminiscing and thinking like, my parents didn't do that much when I was a kid. You know, I feel like they didn't go out and have hobbies really. Like they worked, they came home and then they repeated, you know, and we did stuff as a family, but that was like, that's all they did at least. I don't know about your parents. Yeah, right. And I don't know if I would want that to be my life, right? I don't know if I would want to wake up, do things for my kid, go to work, come back, do things for my kid, go to bed, you know, rinse and repeat kind of cycle. Maybe this is part of the reason of why I want kids, but I feel like just in my kind of upbringing, my parents were kind of the opposite. I feel like every weekend it would be like me getting together with a bunch of my friends with like a babysitter or an older sibling while all of the parents like went out like every night of the weekend, things like that. So I feel like I like growing up, I thought my parents had like a really fun life. Like they were going out with their friends all the time. I got to hang out with my friends at the same time. So just kind of, it's funny to see how our own experience kind of shape our opinions too. I guess I'm wondering like, did your parents have those friends already and they wanted to go out with them? So they were like, kids go do this. Or was it like, no, the kids want to hang out. And while they're doing that, we'll go do our own thing. You know, Um, which came first? (laughs) definitely a mix but I can 100% say that they wouldn't have had those friends if it wasn't for me because a lot of Mm. their friends were like Mm. my friends parents that we would meet like just like Mm. picking up at school or like the PTO meetings whatever things like that I think for it's not uncommon for parents especially mothers to feel really isolated when they are mothers I think that's not uncommon. And it, it does make sense, you know, right? Especially when the children are young. Um, you're probably staying at home, um, or at least for uh, the first few months and stuff like that. Or maybe you decide to be a stay-at-home mom or even, you know, just reduce your hours. Um, and you're just spending so much time caring for your child. There's not a lot of other time to be to go out and be social and hang out with friends or even like see other people if you are a stay-at-home mom you know you're just kind of home with your kid a lot and there's nothing wrong with that but um I definitely think it's not uncommon for mothers to feel isolated I just wanted to point out that Dan said a lot of his parents friends were based off of connections through their children right and I just feel like again isn't that getting back to the fact that your whole life is centered around children like your friends are because of your children you know like all that, like, it, you can't escape it, you know? Like, everything is child-based. I, I agree. The but meals I feel you're like going to eat for the next 18 years are all going to be based on that kid. I, th- I just think that you're framing that, though, in a negative light, though. Because I feel like, sure, it could I be just, based on the kid, yeah. but good things could also... I don't like, guess, that doesn't necessarily I mean it's, that it's all bad. I guess for me, positive it's, or I negative. Guess, yeah, I agree. I'm thinking, it. like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I personally you know, not thinking about it being a kid, just thinking about if someone else, if I had a friend live with me for 18 years and my whole life was centered around this other person, you know, that doesn't sound naturally good, you know? Yeah, Just it being my kid doesn't make it a better situation. I mean, not that this is like a debate or anything, um, but, you know, Dan's point about like the, the relationship I'll form or, you know, I'll love it. So I won't mind doing these types of things you know, like I love my mom or my sister, but do I want to be with them 24 seven for 18 years or however long, or, you know, like they do things that annoy me living in the same house with them, not even, you know, taking care of them, just being around them. Sometimes it's like, like, I'm just kind of annoyed by some of your quirks and your habits and stuff. And that's just coexisting, not being responsible for someone. And you're also talking about like, you know, this kid doesn't exist, but I'm going to actively bring them in. That's so the that other I thing <laughs> that kind of, I think is weird about parenting. It's like, if you think about it, 
I mean, most of the problems, everyone, everyone probably has some sort of trauma or like issues because of their parents, you know, like nobody's a perfect parent and I'm sure parents do what they think is best and act based on their own childhood and things like that. But it's like, you know, the job of parenting seems really hard, you know, how do you raise someone so they turn out to be halfway decent or like not a crazy killer or something like that? I feel like it's so easy to judge too, like kids who just aren't meeting that like societal standard of like how they should be acting, like what they should be doing at certain ages. But then it's like, just think about it, like on the parent side, like how hard is it? Uh Like, and obviously none of us know, but like, I'm sure it's extremely hard to like always make sure, like always be on top of everything in that kid's Mm -hmm. life, on top of everything in your life. That's definitely, yeah. yeah. Society is so competitive, even with children. Mm -hmm. It's kind of sad. And even back to the parenting, you know, you could think about, you know, how you want to handle the situation or how you want to react. But a lot of times things like that just kind of get thrown out the window when you're, you're exhausted, you're maybe like you just got home from work and you don't want to deal with it, you know, like people react on emotion a lot. And even if you have the best intentions to parent a certain way, you know, I'm sure there are going to be times where you kind of just explode and, you know, you do things that you regret later or that you thought that you never would have done, but, you know, stress and stuff like that can make people act irrationally and different than they want. Question, hypothetical question. Let's say in this hypothetical world, we're all having kids um you have to choose if you or your I guess significant other in the case that all of us are married are going to stay home and like just do the equivalent of like maternity or paternity leave to kind of raise the baby and take care of the baby like especially when they just come home for the first time would you want to be the person who takes the leave or would you want to be the person who continues working at the time or would you want it to be a situation where both you and your significant other take leave together or I think neither, the I ideal guess. situation would be that both that both parties take some sort of a leave um I mean we could get into the details like is the leave going to be the same amount of time or maybe the mom takes a maternity leave for six months and the other person does like three months you know you could slice and dice it any way you want but I think ideally both would be home um but and not not I think it's well one so both parents can establish a bond with the child and secondly you know it's a lot of work having a newborn so it's always helpful to have an extra set of hands and I guess thirdly just to throw in my womanly perspective (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know I hate being like so many times in the episode I'm like as a woman like from a woman's perspective I hate saying that I feel like it makes me sound so like I don't even know but um again from my womanly perspective assuming this is a situation where like I physically gave birth to the child I mean you know that's kind of a trauma on your body so you need time to physically recover from that so you're probably not going to be at your 100% full capacity right after giving birth so to have the father or like significant other around to kind of be there to help you recover and then help take some of the stress of caring for the baby off of you yeah that's ideal I guess both kind of sound like a lose-lose to me you know I don't necessarily want to be working but I also don't necessarily want to be taking care of a newborn um that's so just that, kind of, why did you have a kid in the first place <laughs> well this is the hypothetical maybe I just wanted to make my partner happy maybe I didn't really necessarily want the kid I don't know that's how divorce happens <laughs> I'm just playing this hypothetical scenario I feel like sure maybe for the better of the child yeah I guess I would stick around especially if my work would give me the time but I don't know if yes, I necessarily if stick around. <laughs> again not sure if I'm here for the newborn thing even to begin with so I, uh, I don't know Evan is anti-baby maybe Evan should just abstain from answering the question <laughs> it's not going just, well 
I just don't understand how I know it kicks in when it's your child, but how can you want, how can you stand a crying baby and a poopy diaper? How can you stand those? How? It doesn't make any sense. Those are literally the worst things that humans can experience, right? Like that's They it. cry 24 seven. That's insane. That's insane. I could, uh, I am not sure I would have the patience for it. Well, okay, this is getting a little off topic, but the other thing is, I think with children, a lot of times, I think that's why a lot of people get divorced. You know, like Mm. parenting is really hard on a marriage or just in a relationship. And I think there's a lot of disputes and how to parent and just a lot of disagreements and stuff. And yeah, I mean, I think that is a, probably a big reason why people get divorced or are kind of in bad situations with their partners. And um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not like a child of divorce or anything, but I feel like that would suck for the kids. I guess I should maybe say, though, after all my complaining, that I have fantasized about having a kid like I've definitely thought like fantasized that's a you know, daydream. word like <laughs> just thought like oh you know maybe it'd be like I've definitely played scenarios in my head of like them coming home from school and they need help with math and like I got the answers you know what I mean like I've definitely thought of like fun <laughs> things like that I feel I like just... no child has ever had a good experience asking their parents <laughs> for math help I feel like that's hopefully how I remember starts. math if I had a kid hopefully I remember it by then and I could I can 100% some of my worst times with my parents have been asking for math homework help. I definitely have thought of good things. I'm just completely overwhelmed by, you know, I was a kid, you know, I wasn't always the best kid, you know, like I know there's going to be not fun moments. That's all. Right. I think it's kind of one of those situations where at least for us right now and where we're at, we acknowledge the positives but the negatives kind of are just outweigh it so much it's like not even worth the positives Mm -hmm. or at least that's kind of how I see it in my mind and I think it's also just hard to evaluate not even just kids but just anything in our future given that like we are still so young in the grand scheme of things like we haven't experienced nearly enough life to be making I don't think at least to be making these decisions quite yet so This probably sounds selfish, but going back on the money aspect, like, I don't know. That's the money that I worked for. I don't want to spend it on a kid. I'm sorry. I don't like, I don't want to pay for your stuff and raising a kid is expensive. Like, don't they say that the average cost to raise a kid is what, like $250,000 or something like that. I don't know. That could be, that could be my money. You know, I could do a lot with that money. I do agree that the money thing is a big thing and definitely it's a little weird to think that like I mean you can't I is like I like I know it's expensive but like looking at my aunt it's not like you know she's in some huge mansion kind of thing like I know they're expensive but at the same time I feel like it can't possibly be you know that much money like maybe the tax breaks I don't I don't know I mean I don't I don't know your aunt (laughs) but it could also just have to do with like their lifestyle too like maybe I they guess. just don't care about a house maybe they like getting takeout or like retirement yeah <laughs> maybe the 401k yeah maybe ira is and why would roof. she live in a mansion if it's just her <laughs> her and her husband occupied yeah good point <laughs> wealth whispers uh-huh <laughs> Wow, you really made me feel like that comment just really bombed. I just never heard of that before. I just heard it on TikTok. And the explanation is kind of that truly wealthy people don't bother with the flashy logos and those sort Mm. of things. And it's Mm. way more um, unnoticeable. Mm. I definitely think that is the way to go wealthy. I agree. (laughs) <laughs> Evan has his desire to, I to wealthy, go yeah wealthy. I would whisper it yeah. Point, Anna. yeah I mean who knows you know all this about like machine learning maybe you will have these yeah and if I don't whispers. have a kid you know I'm, I'm gonna be rolling in it so 
Do we want to get into our little issues of the week? Yeah, sure. I'm calling on Dan to go first. Whoa. Oh, wow. Whoa. Popcorning. Okay. I know. I feel. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, my little issue for the week has to do with something that I played with as a kid. And it has to do with Legos, specifically the packaging of Legos. Can I just say that I think this is really ironic that you are bringing this up, considering Evan kind of is the Lego connoisseur. Yeah, but I guess I don't have a problem with Legos and these are issues. I don't know what Dan's issue is, though. Go ahead. Well, this all stemmed from I was with Evan and I saw him building a Lego um, like within the past month or so. and. I was just astounded by how much plastic they're wasting in these packaging. Evan had maybe, I don't, how many pieces was the most recent Lego that you did, Evan? I don't even remember. A lot. Okay. Regardless, though, we filled up an entire trash bag of just plastic bags that these Lego pieces were in. And not just like a small trash bag, like one of those like kitchen trash bags that goes in like the kitchen garbage can. And I just find it so wasteful. I feel like we're in 2021. There should be way better ways to wrap these Legos and put them together than just using these deliberate plastic bags. I feel like we always see all these like environmental agencies and like awareness, like organizations being like, we need to like not use single use plastics. And then there's Lego just dumping all of their already plastic product into plastic bags. I don't see how more people aren't angry about this. I guess my opinion is that I kind of, when I think about things like this, I think of the whole uh, plastic straw, the paper straw, like, yes, that was a very noble battle. I'm glad we could all contribute, but I'm, I think there's bigger fish to fry and I'm not sure, you know, attacking Lego is necessarily the move that we should be coordinating I mean, on. I agree, you know? but at the end of the day, Lego is a billion dollar company. They can't afford to use, or they can't, they can afford to use like some reusable plastic or to put the Legos on like pouches, maybe. I don't know, something that's not these plastic yes, bags. I understand. I just feel like, you know, Lego isn't the only company that's doing things like this. And I just feel like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, why are we, why are we pointing the finger? That's all. I, I agree, but this is a little issue. Yes. And that's why very I true, Lego. Very true, very true. <laughs> okay. I also well, think you're I'm going to chime in. I'm chiming in. I think from a user perspective, you know, they kind of have to, they can't just put it all in one single bag and, like you have to play I spy for the pieces I mean just from like an organizational standpoint yeah it makes sense I mean I guess I agree sure they could probably find some sort of a different material to put them in or I think there's a lot of recycled plastic options or just things along that those lines but I don't know I mean from a from a company standpoint plastic's probably the cheapest they're manufacturing how much how many of these plastic pouches upgrading something that costs even 10 more cents on a scale of a billion dollar company it's going to cost them way more money so that's probably why they're not doing it i think some of the lego materials are recycled materials but i will preface that you know recycling sometimes seems like a scam i guess where it's like you know what are you recycling are you recycling like your own like misprints into like you know what I mean like what are you recycling it's probably exactly. just mm-hmm. one of those things where yeah. they're saying it to sound good exactly but, so you know, you know they there's say not it, really but, accountability know, I, don't know, I don't know the extent of things I think I've heard everyone's points and I just want to close <laughs> on that Evan is inherently supporting capitalism by supporting this company and oh. continuing to use their products and with that I'll popcorn to directly <laughs> contributing mm-hmm. and fueling the climate change crisis in mm. this country he's the only... reason why we're all going to be dead by 2050 <laughs> he's only... the reason why we won't even be given the opportunity to have kids even if we wanted to because his lego consumption is single-handedly going to destroy the planet yeah, yeah he popcorn to you. i couldn't hear it in all the excitement and all the yelling dan needs to speak up okay my kind of issue with going along with children is children in public. And I feel like 
a lot of times there's times when I get angry and I'm confused on some of the things. So one being changing kids in public. I don't understand. Why are you doing this? It's weird. <laughs> okay, one. Uh, it's like, I'm not supposed to look, but it's like you're doing it. It's like, what the hell? Like, Question. Do you Wait, mean changing like in a, a diaper or changing no, clothes? Change, like, you know, at the amusement park, the kid's on the ground and you're full on changing them and wiping them clean. It's like, what is happening? Wait, so is this changing a diaper or like they were in one outfit, then we're putting it in a new outfit? No, I would say changing diaper. I think that is, you know, if Alpha is one thing. doing that in the bathroom? (laughs) I just think that is the weirdest thing. And it's like, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, that is meant to be private. Like I'm not supposed to be seeing that. So you should go somewhere private to do that. That's I can't say thing. that I had a lot of experiences <laughs> yeah, where these people are just I've also never seen their this. kids out in public like that. I mean, they well, have changing tables okay, for well, a even reason. Like, even like my brother, they'll like, when she was little, my niece, they would change her in like public places in the house, you know, where I'd be in the living room. And okay, like, but like, it's in, just the do ha- it now. in a house is different than in I, public. Yeah, I public. If, no, I disagree. Go up to the room. I'm not supposed to be watching. So get it out of my eyesight. That's that's my opinion. Second, I have a thing. With Wait, children. I just want to chime okay, in on your ahead. first opinion. I do think it is a little weird, though, how people think like, oh, it's a little kid. Like, who cares if their like bodies out in public or like, yeah, yes. the changing. It's like, you know, I guess they're little or whatever, but still like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's still like private parts or whatever. Yes, I agree. So I maybe agree. have some respect for this child also i feel like we sexualize kids especially girls so much that it's like until that changes like nothing's gonna change in terms of this other thing but continue (laughs) and then second i feel like i this is less an issue with the children and more an issue with the parent where if a kid is being loud you know i'm not angry at the kid i understand that the kid's a kid and of course they're upset you know whatever like that's a kid but as a parent it's like I'm sorry can you take your child out of the movie theater thank you can you take your child out of the restaurant thank you like I I just don't understand that either you know maybe other parents are more sympathetic but you know I'm just mad at the parent for not you know being cognizant of their surroundings I would have to agree with you at this stage in my life if I have kids in the future, maybe I'll have to circle back. Again, because, I, yeah. it's not a, it's, I'm not mad at the kid. I'm just mad at the parent for being kind of rude. You know, it's like, I think you well, could yeah. make, be a little more considerate of, you know, I, other I agree with that. I mean, we've all been in situations where there's a child who just is like inconsolable. And like you said, it's not necessarily the child's fault. But, you know, the parent, at least I think, needs to have some sort of respect for everyone else and take the child out to calm the child down or something like that. You know, it's like you can't just let it maybe it doesn't bother you or something like that. Or maybe you can't be bothered to deal with it, but don't make everybody else suffer, especially when it's something like they're incessantly crying. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe like crying for a little bit or a few like screams or whatever fine whatever we get it but if it's yeah I understand you want to go out to a restaurant you know and you had the kids so you got to bring them but like at the end of the day you had the kids so don't make it my problem (laughs) don't don't feel embarrassed you know (laughs) taking your kid out like or don't be embarrassed that your kid's crying like that's not the issue it's just how you're handling it that's all that's my issues kids in public who are you going to popcorn to? <laughs> really? Just go in. <laughs> I don't think I can go until I get popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> okay. For my, okay. This isn't necessarily an issue, a little issue. It's almost like another kind of debate topic thing. Oh, no. <laughs> but I mean, just short. I honestly don't even know my opinion on this, but recently I've seen a lot of stuff online where people say that parents shouldn't post all these details about their kids' lives on social media. Or so people have kind of attacked, you know, those family YouTube channels. 
they've said yes. you know those mm-hmm. shouldn't mm-hmm. people shouldn't do that and stuff like that mm-hmm. or even you know like i know my cousin that i talked about earlier posts a lot of pictures of her kid and this and that so i don't know i've just seen a lot of people express kind of like a distaste for that and like i said i don't necessarily know my own opinion but i'm just curious my, to see what okay. you think i this is very interesting Anna, and i'm only thinking about this now but i think my opinion off the bat is that you know if you're posting it as a person with a hundred followers or whatever, just for your family and friends, you know, to share some news, like that's whatever. But if you're a celebrity, you know, and this kid is getting like a ton of likes or whatever, or, you know, if you're basing like your income around your family YouTube channel, I feel like it's kind of a situation of like child acting, you know, where it's like, you better be putting some of that you know there are there laws like are you putting money away from them and like things like that where it's just like are they being protected that's all like you're really exposing them you know and they're not really having a say in the matter so it's just kind of weird you know I think I like the method that I feel like you see some celebrities doing this whether like cover the baby's face or like things like that maybe not like these vloggers but just like Mm -hmm. on Instagram like things like that but I think that if it were me like, if it was just for, like, family and friends, sure, I'd, like, send pictures or whatever, but I don't think I would post anything until they were old enough to be aware, and then I could ask, like, is it okay if I post this picture to, like, my friends, things like that, and they could give an answer. Sure, yeah, I think can. that's kind of the biggest argument here, is even in the case of just posting it to your personal Instagram and you're a normal person, I think the big thing that people are after is, you know, that child is not old enough to consent to having their picture being posted and seen by other people I think that's really the big issue for a lot of people if Dan I guess you brought up the celebrity thing where they're um you know blacking out their child or whatever and I guess my question is like well why are you posting a photo at all you know like well maybe just not post anything I feel like a lot of the times though like they're still humans they just want to share things about their lives so it's like oh we went like pumpkin picking with like like my partner and my child and it's like a cute pumpkin picture you can't say that like instagram is like you know a natural thing where it's like of course you would need to share that you went pumpkin picking like no that's that's stupid but you don't have to share that i feel like this just comes from you never being on social media but people share much worse than that you're posting your family pic for personal reasons, because you're trying to show, look at me, look at how good my family yeah. is. And or... I think that for the celebrity, they're entirely in the right to do that. For any human, they're in the right to do that. I'm not sure I agree, but whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that was my little issue. Like I said, I honestly don't know how I feel either way, but I just wanted to bring that up. So there you have it. We had some very interesting discussions about kids and if we think that's the lifestyle for us, um, still kind of unresolved, but that's okay. We still have time. But tune in next week where we talk about public transportation. I know this is a passion subject for Evan, so it should be interesting to see what he has for us. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to like and follow our podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to it on. Check out our social media linked in the description and tune in next week for even more advice. TTYL from IFL. Bye.